This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Pony Stampede Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Hoffeditz, and we are talking transfer portal today. Uh, It's been a wild, not even two weeks uh, of the transfer portal. Uh, SMU offensive coordinator Casey Woods called it the Wild West, and uh, wild is is definitely the best way to put it. Um, SMU's done another great job uh, utilizing the transfer portal. Um, quantity, quality, positions of need. Um, you can tell that there's an emphasis on defense. Um Got some guys with Dallas ties. Got some guys uh, that the coaches know from previous stops before they were at SMU. Um, Just a really good uh, portal window so far. And it's, you know, got a a good bit of time left for uh, SMU to still be pretty active. Um, So let's kind of jump into it. Um, Obviously, uh, I think the two that were kind of the the expected ones coming into the portal opening were Charles Woods and Jonathan McGill, um, two guys who had been committed to SMU previously before they ended up where they were. Uh, for Woods, that was from between Illinois State and West Virginia. Uh, for McGill, that was out of high school. Um, both defensive backs, which uh, obviously is an area that is needed. Um, tons of experience. Um, lots of playing time, experience at a high level. Um, so not necessarily surprises, but certainly, um, you know, for Woods to do it on day one was big uh, to kind of set the tone. Um, and then to have McGill uh, join that uh, pretty quickly um, was also significant. And then it's just kind of been, you know, Woods committed on Monday, then there was kind of a a pause, McGill did it Saturday night, and then Sunday was the the day of Miami, Uh, you get Jalen Rooster-Knighton and Elijah Roberts, uh, defensive lineman, in the morning, Uh, Jordan Miller later that night, you know, then uh, Keyshawn Smith makes it four uh, former Miami guys, Uh, and then you know, here in the last couple days, Hiron White, Kale Sanders Jr., Mod Walker. Um, you know, with Knighton, uh, I think this year has shown you can never be too deep or too strong in your running backs room. Um, if it weren't for Tyler Levine and just kind of the, the beast that he is, uh, it's scary to think what uh, SMU's run game could be. You put him in, he was a four-star uh, out of high school, his uh, second year in 21 with Lashley as his OC was a really good year. Um, shows a lot of things uh, on film um, to get to get excited about. Um, and then with Roberts and Miller, two 
two big guys on the D line. Um, you know, Miller's gonna fit right in at six four three twenty to the middle of that line. Elijah Roberts six four two seventy five. Roberts was also a a four star kid out of high school. Um, you know, I think really really shows something uh, to you on the line. Um, Keyshawn Smith, another guy who had his best year at Miami while Lashley was there. Um, you know, again, same thing with running backs. I think receivers, everybody was talking coming into this season, you know, how are they going to get the ball to so many guys? And then they just kind of started dropping and, uh, you know, going into the bowl game with Rasheed, you know, healing up his foot before all of his NFL workout stuff. Um, and Goffney hurting his foot uh, in the Memphis game and not being in the bowl game, you know, the, the wide receiver position is all of a sudden this big, big question mark. So um, that's a big one to have. Uh, then you go Hyron White, another local kid, a DeSoto kid, um, was on their state championship team. Another guy, you know, been in college a long time, a lot of experience. Um, last year, or this past season, was his second to miss due to injury, but um, 6'7", 292, big guy, plays right tackle uh, at Mizzou, um, probably will fit into that spot uh, for the Mustangs. Um, offensive line, it's, it's just so key, um, and it's it's definitely uh, something that, that was needed with um, kind of the way the line looked this year and then losing some of your, I mean, losing a Jalen Thomas type to uh, some professional ranks, probably the NFL, um, is, is definitely needed. Uh, Kale Sanders, Fresno State, uh, cornerback, again, got a guy he's played in every game since he stepped onto Fresno State's campus, uh, started a vast majority of them. Um, another guy with a lot of experience. Then you get Ahmad Walker, linebacker. You know, they, there's some some big losses uh, to graduation and uh, <laughs> running out of eligibility on the linebacking group. And again, that's a guy he played for uh, Coach Simons uh, for a year at Liberty. Um, a lot of tackles, again, a lot of experience, some starts. Um, Shoney can play at a high level. Uh, you know, I mean, that's nine guys. And I think when Walker committed on Tuesday, I don't know, all the days run together. But I think they had nine commits in 10 days of, of the transfer portal officially being open, um, which is just ridiculous. Uh, they did, you know, kind of have to front load it. They lose this weekend of, of possible official visits um, with playing in the bowl game. They left on, on Wednesday uh, to be in Albuquerque for all the, the bowl stuff that goes on. And, you know, you saw the, the welcome dinner and, uh, you know, they'll, practice uh today thursday and uh do a walk through friday and then game on saturday um so i think it was casey woods on tuesday who said they did kind of these back-to-back official visits you know anywhere from nine to eleven guys in each one said they probably had 20 guys on campus over that stretch um obviously it's working whatever they're doing whatever pitches they're given um I guess he mentioned uh, Fogo de Chao seems to be their uh, restaurant of choice for, for a lot of these guys. Um, but, you know, I mean, and that's what it's about. Whether Whatever point it is, it's relationships. It's, um, 
no, obviously it's it's Dallas and it's SMU, and, and there are some selling points there. Um, no, obviously winning seven games, uh, going to a bowl game uh, is a nice selling point. But, you know, you have a couple guys who are already familiar with SMU. You've got a couple guys, you know, three guys that were are familiar with uh, current coaches as their coordinators. And, you know, for Walker, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Simon's coached linebackers at Liberty as well. So that's also a, a position coach. Um deal for him um you know and coming into this when we talked to uh simons uh defensive coordinator scott simons before the portal opened and just kind of everything with that um you know he mentioned last year they kind of thought that they were going to you know kind of get that wave and that there'd be more guys in the spring let's see here's here's the quote uh Last year, we got here after the first wave and thought there were going to be more guys that went in after the spring on defense, and that wasn't the case. There are a lot of guys that went group of five that were guys that either A, we wanted, there weren't, excuse me, there weren't a lot of guys that we that went group of five that were guys that either A, we wanted, or B, guys that we could address. Trying to address those needs is really important right now. Uh, basically saying, you know, they kind of, with when they came in, missed on some guys that were committing basically around now um, and thought that there would be some gets uh, to be had going into spring, coming out of spring, and those guys weren't there. They were either going Power 5 or um, lower group of 5 or even FCS. Um, so I think you see that reaction of saying, okay, this is when those best defensive players that we want and can get are in the portal. Let's go get them right now. They have uh, a linebacker, two D linemen, two cornerbacks and a safety. Um, and pretty quality guys. They've got some, some eyes on some other guys. We'll get to that in just a minute. But, you know, I think that was telling for, for him to just kind of come out and say that, that they thought that they were going to be able to get more and weren't uh, later in the, the transfer uh, section and uh, they really made a point to get those guys uh, early uh, this time around. Um, offensively, you know, I you look at it, and I think if you follow on Twitter, you see the jokes abound about transfer quarterbacks and SMU, and that's you know been the trend for a little while now. You know, obviously uh, with Shane Bouchelle from Texas. Um, and, you know, obviously Tanner Mordecai now from Houston. Uh, and even a little bit, I mean, you had uh, Gilbert from Texas uh, a few years ago. I mean, SMU's kind of had that reputation of, hey, if you're a quarterback at a major school and it didn't work out for whatever reason, come here, play a year or two, set some records, and uh, find yourself on an NFL roster. Right now, they don't need to do that. You've got Preston Stone, who you probably didn't get to see as much as you wanted to in his one real chance. He ends up getting hurt before halftime, but man, looked pretty good uh, for that half. You then have Kevin Jennings, who comes in as a true freshman uh, at the end of the first half and the, plays all the second half of that Tulsa game, leads to the win, has that massive 91-yard drive against Memphis that, you know, if that doesn't happen who knows what happens in that memphis game um 
And then you've got, you know, Keldrick Luster coming in uh, as your 2023 quarterback commit. Uh, just had a really solid year at McKinney. Took them on a deep playoff run. Uh, was first team all-district quarterback there. Um, put up ridiculous numbers last year um, at the Frisco school he was at. You know, I think this staff feels pretty good about where that quarterback room is. Uh, with those three guys, you know, you figure Preston's probably going to be your guy, Kevin's going to be your backup, and and Keldrick will will be able to kind of uh, learn his way a little bit. Um, so, you know, that you take the quarterbacks off the table, you know, what do you need? Well, you know, if we can get a four-star recruit running back to go with our five-star recruit running back and this year's leading rusher next year, that's that's not a bad trio, you know, plus – um, I think as of now, they're expecting Velton Gardner to be back. You know, if he can be healthy for a full year, uh, that's a, a quality, quality group right there. Um, wide receiver, you know, uh, Keyshawn was at practice on Tuesday, you know, uh, talking to coach Lashley for him, uh, also position coach, you know, Rob Likens, uh, that was at Miami came with, with Lashley. Um, so, you know, he's, uh, reconnecting with him. So they were kind of joking around during some drills and stuff. He, you know, was talking to Tanner. Obviously won't catch passes from Tanner with, with Tanner going uh, to the pro ranks after the bowl game. Um, but, you know, it was kind of interesting, you know, I'm sure talking about offense and probably talking about throwing to Rasheed a little bit and, you know, maybe asking what he saw in Rasheed that he can do. You know, I think that's that's good to, to see these guys around the program early. And I know there are some rules about, how much they can do and all that stuff, you know, I mean, obviously he wasn't in, in pads and, and doing workouts, but to, for him to kind of see what, what things look like was good. Um, obviously there were some other guys, uh, recruit guys there. Um, you know, a couple possible big ones from A&M with, uh, LJ Johnson running another running back. You know, he was a five-star, you know, shoot, if they can, if they can pull that off to have a, have two former five stars and a four star in your backfield is, is pretty good, uh, I think. Um, you know, five-star offensive lineman, uh, P.J. Williams, you know, had a little bit of trouble, uh, got himself into a little bit of trouble at AM. and um, Again, after the break, we're going to talk about some possible future targets. But, you know, I think really I expect uh, at least one more offensive lineman. Um, I think at least one more linebacker. Um, and then maybe kind of a toss up of a best, best player. Maybe they can get, I think 11 transfers in this window is probably about right. They might be able to go to 12, uh, depending on numbers, you know, obviously there's, there's a way that the, the rules still work. Uh, it's not quite a free for all, um, although it definitely can feel like that. So you've got to, got to look at, at some of those things that, um, make sure the numbers line up with who you've got signing early with with everything else there. Um, but I, I do think they've got some options and, and some spots that they can still fill. So with that, let's take a quick break. Uh, and after the break, we'll talk about uh, some top contenders on filling those spots. We'll be back after this. 
Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Pony Stampede podcast. We are talking transfer portal and uh, we're switching to some guys that are still in the portal that I think, um, you know, SMU's either looked at or had on campus or uh, were some early offers for that um, are some interesting ones. Um, you know, again, uh, on the site, we've got the, the names for SMU fans to keep an eye on. That's constantly being updated. Um the story itself, plus uh, some extra stuff in the in the discussion board portion of it, um, as guys, you know, get offers, take visits, uh, either commit to SMU or commit elsewhere, and are off the board. Um, just kind of a good catch-all for for a lot of this stuff that's happening really fast. Um, one of the guys I am highest on is Tyler Grubbs, uh, linebacker out of Louisiana Tech. Um, I mean, he's he's just a guy in three seasons, 244 tackles. Um, he was a true freshman All-American in 2020. Um, he'll have three years left. Uh, I also think there are a couple of JUCO options at offensive line. I like Leon Bell out of Kilgore College. Um, Kilgore's done a really good job of of sending guys D1 and and P5 through the years. Um, also, he's massive at 6'8", 305. Um, Kilgore ran for over three over excuse me over two hundred yards per game this past season. Um, with him being a part of that, um, and then there is. Uh, on the defensive line, excuse me, on the defensive line, uh, Amon Oates. Um, I, I think, uh, he's probably going to end up at Oklahoma state. Um, he's a, he's another big guy that can, can kind of fit in the middle. Um, he did take a visit, uh, at SMU, uh, after his Oklahoma state visit. I think that's a good sign. Uh, I'm not putting in a crystal ball for him right now. If I had to, um, it would probably be for, for him to go up and be in Stillwater. Um, but, uh, another interesting one, um, another former Stanford player came with McGill on his visit, uh, is Drake Metcalf. Um, 
went to St. John Bosco out in California. That's a, a national powerhouse. Uh, it's where Jake Bailey uh, went to high school. Um, he was uh, Stanford center, uh, mostly um, limited, uh, I think, just three games this year, but played all 12 games last season um, at center. You know, these are the ones that I, you know, you, you question, uh, you know, what their timing is. And with the portal, there is a window now, so it's not quite as wide open, but the window's pretty long, so these guys have some options. Um, I want to say I feel like him not committing at the same time as McGill isn't a great sign. I mean, I think we saw that with the Miami guys, you know. Pretty sure four were here and and all four committed within, you know, three of them within 24 hours and the fourth one not not too long after that if it was outside that 24-hour window. Um, you know, supposedly had a good visit, um, but don't don't know his personal timetable uh, as far as some other visits possibly or or some things like that. So those are always those are always the interesting ones, kind of with the the portal of of what these guys are are gonna do. Um, uh, mentioned it earlier before the break. Uh, PJ Williams uh, out of AM. Um, he was one of the four freshmen uh, who was reportedly suspended after the October 22nd game against South Carolina. Um, he was then arrested for marijuana possession on November 19th. Um, you know, he's a guy that might just need a fresh start, might just need a new place to be around some new people. Um, you know, I mean, he was a four-star recruit. He was the number eight offensive lineman in the class of 2022. Um, 2022. Uh, Under Armour All-American. Um, he's 6'4", 285. Can probably add some weight, add some good weight uh, to him as well. Um you know that'd be that'd be a big get. You know I think he's going to be pretty heavily sought after. Um, I think looking at uh, some of his other offers, Cal, uh, North Carolina, and then obviously uh, Colorado uh, has a lot of hype around it right now. Um, uh, Andre Carter, a DL from Western Michigan. Um, Alan True from 24-7 uh, was the one who reported his SMU offer. Um, I don't think SMU's in the running for him, really. Uh, he's taken some official visits, uh, and SMU, uh, not a part of those. Um, but, again, you never know what might happen on those visits, what might happen with uh, some other things here and there that some, some things change. Um, another player that had picked up some steam is a uh, defensive lineman Anthony Goodlow out of Tulsa um, you know, SMU was kind of one of the early offers on him um, but his uh, his has since picked up as well um, he's got an Oklahoma State offer Arizona State West Virginia UCLA USC um, teammate uh, linebacker Justin Wright uh, committed to Oklahoma State out of Tulsa, you know that might be something where, where he follows and and goes to play with him some more. Um, 
He's a guy I was pretty high on early. Wasn't sure if he'd make the in the same conference move. Um, I don't think that's as big a deal as it maybe once was. Um, but we will see on him. My expectation is that things are probably a little quiet for the next couple days. Um, while SMU and the staff and everybody else is in New Mexico. Um for the bowl game, getting ready for the bowl game. Um, but a commitment isn't necessarily required, uh, doesn't necessarily require the coaching staff to be there. If, uh, you know, they had a good visit um, when they were here and are just kind of taking a few days to make a decision, there's there's nothing that says that a, a player can't commit um, this weekend while they're in New Mexico. Um, but there are just some, you know, there are some other guys here and there. Um, I misspoke earlier. LJ Johnson was a four-star recruit out of Cypher in 21. Um, not a five-star, but I still think uh, two four-stars and a five-star uh, would not be bad. Um, I, I Again, I think 12, 11 to 12 is maybe a decent number for this, uh, for this period. I don't have a feeling that there's much more movement off the roster right now um expected you know things can happen in spring and you know when some of these new guys come in and uh some things happen there's there's always that chance of of that but for now i think the guys that are in the portal are the ones that are in the portal um Early signing day is is next Wednesday. Um, I believe Jackson Lavender is also signing early. Uh, wide receiver out of Lucas Lovejoy. Um, I know Alex Kilgore uh, out of Katie Pito and uh, Brandon Maizono out of Frisco High are signing early uh, and enrolling early to be here in the spring. So that's a couple linebackers there too. Um, who will get a head start on things. Um, but as you guys have seen, transfer portal's crazy. A lot can happen really fast. Um, just stick with uh, the names for uh, SMU to keep an eye on, the roster updates, uh, the message board with both of those. Uh, when they happen, uh, we'll get stuff up on them uh, as quickly as we can. Um, and if anything else, uh, you know, starts to trend the right direction, uh, expect a, a crystal ball headed that way. Right now, I don't have any. Um, I've got a couple um, that I think could happen soon um, that are trending that way, but we'll just have to be patient and see. Uh, until then, pony up.